children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. We are here after a Bulls loss, seventh straight loss, that is, to the Charlotte Hornets, 103-93. Before we get into this one, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap. Following at ONTAP Sportsnet, following my dude Goose at Bull Scripted, and following me at Buzz on Tap. Goose, man, we're here after the All-Star break, dude. We're lo- we lost again. We got our asses kicked pretty handily. Um, this one was tough to watch. Uh, we are without, basically, I mean, God, man, half the lineup. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah, we, we only had nine active players tonight, and everybody played. You know what's insane about that? <laughs> that Makoka kid. Wasn't even active. They played him in the G League game this afternoon. We're about- trying to lose, man. Um, I don't know. The tank I, I'd is like on. To, I, I'd like to think that they're trying to lose, but I just can't give Jim that much credit at this point because in the beginning of the season, he improved to me that he's just completely incompetent, and he would start Ryan Archie Diacono over Kobe White or Shaq Harrison or absolutely anybody else besides Felicio or a big man. You know, you got nine players, so I get everybody's going to play, and you got to come into the game with that in mind. But, you know, I'm still not even convinced that Archie should be playing over Shaq. Shaq had 13 points, two assists, two rebounds. Wow, I always feel like he has more rebounds. No steals tonight, but he shot 50% from the field. Archie was one for six. One for five from downtown. <laughs> like, and you started this kid, and he played nearly 30 minutes. Yeah, you know, I don't really get it. Um, and he's coming off an injury. So you literally jumped over multiple hurdles to throw this son of a gun in the game for no fucking reason but to give us an L. Hey, there is a reason. This kid. He's got great hair. <laughs> well, I guess there's multiple reasons then. <laughs> <laughs> his kid you know I, and I, jim's envious of his hair right i i saw that um i went out, i went out to dinner with the fam tonight and i got home right before seven o'clock so i was able to you know watch a game from the beginning but i saw that and i was just in shock i'm like really i'm like yeah kobe's on the bench. i understand maybe not wanting to start kobe because you want to be competitive and maybe you want to have that bench scoring um but this is just stupid <laughs> Like, which is just negates everything. It's like you drafted Kobe to be the point guard. Just, just where we're at right now, just start the fucking kid, please. Just start him. See what he can well, do. Then, and, then, and then the other thing, I get Gafford ended up fouling out. Yeah. But Felicio, earlier in the game, it was like 14 minutes to seven or six to, or 12 to six in favor of Felicio. And I know Gafford's getting that rookie whistle and he's still adapting to. You know, verticality, as they call it. But how is Felicio going to play more than Gafford still? Like, there's just so many. And and even Felicio played more than Cornette. Gafford did come in first tonight. I wonder if the the, the foul foul trouble did anything to him to make Felicio play more. But, yeah, no, Felicio playing over (laughs) Cornette. Cornette was in foul trouble early, but he only played 14 minutes tonight. Felicio played more minutes than... Oh, my God. I'm... 
all Jim's hands are tied. He's got to pay the guy they're, play, they're playing $8 million a year so they don't look completely Dude, they're going to pay him probably the full $8 million or seven. I think his contract might decline in salary towards the end. I know it's either, I believe so. But they're probably going to pay him in full just to have the roster spot open, to sign somebody from the G League who can actually play basketball to a minimum contract. Right. Like, that that's what's going to happen on the first day of the offseason if the Bulls are smart because Felicio doesn't belong on this roster. He's just a waste of space. He doesn't belong you on a pay team. No, exactly. So you you can't really trade him. Right. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can in a bad contract situation. How do you think but that ultimately, goes? Um, How do you think that phone call goes? I think it goes like, you guys still owe Chandler Parsons a lot of money, uh, and he's never going to play basketball again. We'll trade you for that contract um, and a first-round pick, and you can take Felicio. Like, you would have to take the shittiest contract. I mean, that's an exaggeration. The Bulls probably could have traded him for, I believe, Bismack Biombo has an expiring contract this year. Ian uh, Juan Mahimi, it's spelled Ian, but Juan Mahimi. Um, I'll pronounce it how I fucking see it. It's Ian. You know what? I try to be respectful and not intolerant, Buzz. Um, you know, I believe they both have like expiring fifteen or sixteen million dollar contracts that I would like to see the Bulls like offer their second round pick that's going to be in the forties or fifties because it's not their own. Um, and Felicio in his two years from a contract into one, and you know, voila, then you open up that space. But free agency sucks next year anyway. Um, that is true. But to the point, back, back to the game. Felicio playing more than Cornette and Gafford should never happen. I don't care how many fouls they have. Even if they have six, switch jerseys. Do something. You know, you know what really sucks about this loss as well? Devontae Graham was held scoreless tonight. And guess who his primary defender was most of the night? Well, it started off with, with the coach's son. And then, yeah. and then it switched over to Zach, didn't it? It, it did indeed. And Zach was 19-7-7 seven and seven with and he three was, steals. Yeah, and he was he plus in the plus night. minus, too. Yeah, he was, he was he a zero. But yeah, he broke even, my bad. He, he was even. Felicia was a plus eight. Hey, oh. you're hating and you see so what he did? bitch! <laughs> I hate the plus minus more and more. I'm starting to agree with Dwayne Wade. I'm sorry for all that shit I talked for your negative 64 or 32 plus minus. I forgot what it was. It was atrocious, but I apologize. That average was not fair and probably inaccurate. Felicio, man, he's he's the truth. But yeah, Graham held scoreless tonight. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of good young talent over here. In Charlotte, Miles Bridges, some someone I like. I mean, give me Miles Bridges. Trade our lottery pick. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, you got Terry Rozier. He had a pretty decent game out there tonight. Um, Malik Monk, you know, a guy that catches a lot of flack. I mean, you know, he he looked pretty good tonight out there. So it was, you know, he had 20. What do you have? 25 points, seven for 13 from the field for Malik Monk. Man, he yeah, he looks good. Yeah. I still think he's high-powered Antonio Blakeney. Who, Malik Monk? Yeah. He's a little, a little bit better, I think. A lot better. Oh, no, I said high-powered. Right. Like, I didn't want to say steroids. I didn't want to accuse him of some shit. <laughs> yeah, damn it. You know, this guy, every time we seem to play him, he whips our ass in Cody Zeller. I'm tired of that shit. 
Every time we play Cody Zeller, he kicks our ass. Cody, you're like 60 years old. Retire. He looks about 60 years old, but I mean, the funny thing is, is when did he get in the league? 2016? That was the implied joke, Buzz. You're just supposed to let it slide. Just keep going. I got things going over my head. I'm fucking tired. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) I've had a long day, too. Uh, But no, yeah, Cody Zeller always seems to kill us. Even when we have Wendell, which is weird because, I don't know, everybody just has to underestimate him because he does look old and white. (laughs) So, you know, this guy's just like, fuck this guy. He's not going to do shit. And then he does shit, and you're like, why did I take a nap on this asshole? No, I just got beat by Grandpa. And, yeah. And it's painful. (laughs) Pretty much everything's painful, but yeah. I mean, it is, like... I, I made a tweet. We talked about it before we started the show. I I was all right with the loss tonight. We're rather close to the Hornets in the lottery standings, and I know we like to get bent over backwards in the lottery anyway, but the better the number, the better I'll feel going in, and then we can all cry together when we slip back and inevitably pick seventh regardless. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, Seven again, man. God damn it. At, at, at this point, I'm... Um, I'm all right with losing to shitty teams and maybe stealing some wins against good teams. But it's got to be from, you know, players that matter. And until we get healthy, there's really not many of those players left. (laughs) That's true, man. I mean, the roster is so deplete. Like, this is where it gets hard to, you know, to watch, like, on a consistent basis like we do is just... Well, no, because we're watching people that we're never going to see again in That's a what year I mean. or two. You can't, you can't enjoy it because, like, you have Zach who's trying to shoulder the load. You have Kobe who's just being used completely wrong. Um, you have, you know, I mean, that's basically all we have right now. And Gafford, who's playing oh, yeah, less minutes than Felicio. And he just got back. You know, DG just got back. So, I mean, he, he spent a lot of time out this year. It's just been hard to watch, and it's it's. And Jim likes him so much, he'd rather watch him ride on the floor in pain. Every time he rolls his ankle, then call a timeout. I mean, seven straight losses, man. I mean, it's a... It's fucking it's insane. It's a number, man. It's haunting us. It is. It's fucking, you know, I blame Fred for that. I, I can't blame Fred. I blame Fred for the for the seven straight losses because everything comes up seven, and the first person I think of every time is Fred. See, I'm just... I don't think we've ever started seven, have we? Have we started seven any of the three years that we got seven, or have we fallen to seven? I don't think we ever. I, I, wasn't last year? Weren't we supposed to be like? I think we were four last yeah, year. Yeah, we were supposed to be four. We ended last up falling year. back three spots because the Grizzlies, Pelicans, and Lakers all jumped up. Only the Knicks that were in the top four stayed in the top. Four. <laughs> At least we know our franchise might suck, but we're not the Knicks. Hey, Nick's fired people, so they're they're making moves at least, even if they're not the right moves. They're at least fucking trying. Well, you um, know what? That still remains to be seen. We're still better than them. No, we are. I mean, <laughs> in, in the last, uh, at least my whole lifetime, we've been better than the Knicks. And before that, I I don't do they have one championship, right? They have one, one in the seventies, right? Yeah, I think it's from the seventies. Because Phil played so, for them. Exactly. So I wasn't alive for that, yeah, and uh, therefore it doesn't count. Yeah, I'm not old as fuck, so <laughs> I don't remember that championship. <laughs> that one doesn't count. Yeah. I wasn't alive for it. It's non-existent in my brain. So, 
Um, no, yeah, the Knicks will always be worse than the Bulls. Um, I hope their pick falls out of the top four this year, though, because I need some redemption. I need to feel good about somebody else's team getting bent over. Yeah, no shit. No shit. If it's the Knicks, it'll just make it that much better. But no, we'll have to we'll have to double check that for the next show. Let's see where the Bulls have started the last three years. Maybe starting seven is the key. And then that like un- unlocks like it does. You yeah. know, we got three sevens in a row, and then that fourth one you start seventh, and that's like pulling the lever to get the seven seven like, seven. Two, you know. Yep. You just you just strike gold. Yeah, it'd be fucking and, sweet. And that's why we've said Otto Porter Jr. all year, because Mr. Silver has promised Mr. Gar Foreman and John Paxson that they're going to get a top draft pick this year. Yeah, Adam saw what happened during All-Star Weekend. It was just like, oh, shit. Like, I'll yeah. save you guys. Yeah. I'll save you. You just got to step back a little bit and throw another puppet out there that you can blame in the media and distance yourself, and we'll, uh, we'll toss you a bone. I'll protect you guys. Just your head coach. He he can pay for your sins. That's fantastic. Oh my god, dude. All right. Well, there's pretty much nothing else we have to touch on on this game here. I, I think <laughs> no nothing on the game, but I do think you might have just came up with a very marketable slogan or sign once Jim gets canned. What's that? Jim Boylan paid for Garpat yes. sins. Oh, or just just our sins. <laughs> Um, or his sins. Jim Boylan paid for his sins. Um, no, we'll we'll have to get some kind of Jim Boylan sign for if we win the lottery and we get to pick somebody in this shittiest draft in the four years that we're going to be in the lottery. <laughs> we, we would get <laughs> we would get the top pick in the shittiest draft in like the last five years. Yep, no Zion. No Aiton, Luca, um, no Simmons, Tatum. No, that wasn't that draft. That was the one before with Dunn. Lowry's draft had oh, um, Fultz. We don't want Fultz. Ball. Uh, I don't know. Some days I, I do, I do take some back. Some of my my Lonzo hatred, and I'm like, you know what? Do you remember? I was Lonzo. I was pro Lonzo. You're pro Lonzo? I was. I thought that he was a pretty good point guard. I thought that he'd be a good guy to run with, you know, shooters all around him. I mean, I was I was all over Deer and Fox and he he destroyed Lonzo. So that was that was pretty decisive for me. But No, I mean we definitely don't have anything left to talk about this game. We probably won't have much to talk about next game. So we'll keep winging through it. Yeah. And try to make you guys enjoy something in regards to this team. Well, this is going to be fun, because speaking of the next game, it's Saturday, which is February 22nd. Bulls are at home, once again, playing the Phoenix Suns, who come in at 22-33. and 33. According to the matchup predictor, the Bulls have a 57.7% chance to win this game, so I didn't, you know, that's what that says about Phoenix. Um, so we're sitting Otto, Wendell, Lowry, Denzel. We're coming in nine deep again. With no new faces. Yeah, probably Hutch will be out nope, as well. Hutch is gone. Yep, Boylan pretty much said, "Yeah, he's gonna. He's not day to day." I'd say that would be a generous thing. Yeah, that it was be longer. So we're pretty much effed in the A there. Um, but the fun thing is, is I have a I got a shirt 
from a friend of mine that I've met um, through White Sox Twitter, actually. Her name's Lauren Will. She has a store called Snark Burley. And me and her were talking one night just on Twitter or whatever, and she made a fire gar- or a fire pack shirt, and it just says, Hit the Road Packs. So basically what I'm going to be doing on Saturday, I want to I put this to the test here. I saw that people were getting kicked out of Bulls games for wearing shirts like that. So I will be wearing that Saturday to the game to see what happens. I mean, if I get kicked out, if I, I mean, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. I mean, what, what are they going to do? You know, I already bought, I already had the fucking season tickets. I can't get rid of, you know, here's what it is there. Um, what are they going to do? Kick me out and I just go drink and they can put me out of my mis- misery before it even starts? Like, that's fine. So we're going to put that to the test on Saturday. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to wear that Hit the Road Packs shirt. And uh, we're going to see how that goes. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Everything else, like the game, I'm not really looking forward. Looking forward to getting tossed as a season ticket holder. Oh, you know, you know me, man. I I live for that shit. Like, if something stupid like that happens, that's fan fucking tastic. Like, I, of course, I love the Bulls. It doesn't change that I don't love the Bulls, but I, I do want to see if it happens, and I do believe that Paxson needs to go, and I do want to. Are you, Are you gonna bring your cousin with to film it? Uh, no, Juice is coming. Juice is coming. Yeah, it's gonna be me and Juice. So Juice is gonna. You know, if I do get kicked, I mean, I'm sure you'll probably be on some sort of live feed right away. You'll probably be the first to know um, that I'll be getting escorted out of the United Center. But like I said, it's fine. You know, it is what it is. I, I, I'll, I'll keep going back. I love the United Center. I love the Bulls, but I am done with this Paxson shit. I'm done with seeing all the reports that nothing's really going to change. You've um, excluded Gar? You know, I mean, yeah, Gar can go too. I mean, I think Gar's a decent scout, but I'm a, I, I'm on fucking record saying that like a million times. Like, yeah, fire Gar packs, aha, all that shit. But I think Gar's a patsy, and I think he's just a face, and he's just a puppet. I mean, it, you know, any self, you know, uh, any man that can just take a backseat like Gar has, it has to show that he's a puppet. I mean, Gar used to be around. He used to talk. The Bulls organization thought, oh, well, the fans can't stand Gar, so we're just going to keep packs out there when – they can't see that no one likes packs. You know, like, I mean, it's the same fucking thing. I think that Gar does his job better than Pax does his job, if that makes sense. Like, I think Gar's a good scout. I think that he scouted pretty good talent throughout his tenure. Um, you know, decision-making, I, I don't know who extended Jim Boylan. I don't know who, you know who made some signings that they did, like, you know, who got the Jabari thing okayed. I think that was a cash grab. And I think you're on record saying that a million times. They did, they did that to put asses in seats. They did that to put asses in seats. and You know, so... Big expiring contracts do have trade value, like we saw. Obviously, it was for Otto Porter Jr., who was great for February. Um, I haven't really seen him this year. Um... Now, Jabari, I could do a whole podcast on what I thought they were doing with Jabari, but ultimately that was just, they were tanking. They were just blowing the money. He was a cap holder. Yeah, they tanked in a number seven. But, yeah, so that's basically, you know, my whole <clears throat> my whole argument, um, or not argument, but defense of Gar. It's just like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to be heartbroken if Gar's gone. I'm not going to be shocked if Gar's gone. I don't, I'm, I'm really indifferent to it. But I think Pax is the one that makes the calls. And I think that he's the one who's got the Reinsdorf wrapped around his finger because Jerry's a loyal guy. In 1993, when he hit that game-winning shot, is forever 
landed him a job. So that here we're, this is where we're at. Um, I think that he needs to be gone from the organization, at least from, you know, put him in an advisor role or whatever you want to put him at. Um, but, you know, get somebody in here with a uh, clear basketball mind and a, a new age way of thinking, and let's run with it. And, you know, really utilize the young talent that they have found that I do think that can be effective in this league. Because if anything about those two is is true is like I do think they've brought in talent. I just don't think they know how to put it together. And I you I'm, know so that's where I sit with it. Clearly we're not wrapping this up. We're 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 hitting every fool's topic that isn't their shitty play tonight, which is good because I mean, this is, people probably want to hear more about this than the play at this point in time. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. It just kind of like it just kind of branched off into that, you know. After the pack, you know, me saying I'm going, oh, going to see the Suns or whatever, and I'm wearing the pack shirt. And then you asked about Gar, so I mean, it just kind of branched off into that. So, I mean, they haven't really drafted bad. If anything, the Bulls' biggest problem is coaches hiring coaches because right. they. Wouldn't you say they it's fair to say this... that's putting the talent together, right? Because, I mean, you got to bring in a coach that can put it together. Exactly. exactly. It's put together. It's not being put to use properly. Um, we haven't seen the development that we needed to. Some of it's injury-related, but you have a 19-year-old rookie that you're holding back while you're trying to get Archie Diacono another contract. Like, I don't... I don't understand that. So th- I think their biggest problem is finding a coach, but that stems from the fact that they're extremely controlling and they don't want somebody who's challenging them. So that's the biggest problem, asking them to step back. Then you're asking the person that's stepping in front of them to be a puppet, and then they want you to puppet the coach that you're going to hire and then you just got more strings being attached, and then you just got more problems. Right. So, I really hope that Michael Reinsdorf takes it seriously and cleans house. And somebody on Twitter, I feel like a douche for not remembering their uh, Twitter at at this second. But <laughs> douche. But they put in my mentions. Ultimately, you know. I'm kind of hoping that you know, it was Jordan Dynasty. Oh, okay. Salim? Yeah, Salim. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's a good okay. dude. There we go. Now I remember his name. He said, hopefully, when the dust settles, uh, all this rumor stuff about the Bulls offering packs, you know, a lesser position in the background is just a way of making it look like packs walked away instead of packs getting fired. Hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's. That's definitely logic that I want to buy into, and I hope it's the same thing with Gar. Like, hey, we're going to demote you down to just being a scout. Obviously, we've been paying you more to just do that the last year or two anyway, but now that's officially going to be your title. Maybe that insults Gar enough where he's like, nah, I'm good. I'll keep cashing my checks from you guys and go sit at home. Right. Right. I mean, there's so much we can talk, you know, like dive in, and, and maybe that's what we should do on Sunday's episode after Sunday's game. <clears throat> um, Cause Sunday's probably going to be a double unless I, you know, unless I get home early enough from the game on Saturday where we were able to ap- actually able to record. But I think on, on Sunday, maybe we, you know, we call up 
call up and get a guest or something like that, bring him on, maybe even bring Juice on. You know, I know he wants to get his thoughts, you know, on this shit all, all, all out there. But as far as this episode, I, I got I got nothing left, man. You got anything? No, I'm, I'm good. I vented. I, I almost cried. We laughed. <laughs> we laughed it, and we it cried. Was, it was, it was action-packed, man. It was. It was an action-packed episode. So everybody be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at BullsOnTap, at ontapsportsnet. Follow my dude Goose at BullsScripted. Following me at BuzzOnTap. We will be back either Saturday night or Sunday night with an episode after the Phoenix game. And then I can't remember who they play on Sunday. But um, we'll be back one of those two days. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, let's go Bulls.